0: Good morning, sir. Morning, Jay. How are you? Good, man. Um, how are you? Doing well. My voice is doing something Friday. weird. just started uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, I contributed to uh, lack of sleep, but um, I'm also up at 5.30 this morning, or kind of up at a little before 5 this morning. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, hopefully, I'm not coming down with something, but it just sounds... I got my late night DJ voice on right now. If you've ever yeah. read, uh, if you've ever read, uh, what was it? Never yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so what's yeah, going on with uh, you, man? <clears throat> not much. Getting ready for a good Friday here. So absolutely working through some things. So we got the, uh, the flips going on over there. So that's, um, that's a getting there. And then, uh, I'm actually working on, uh, just starting now to research some banks and stuff to potentially refinance that Memphis property. Um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of where we're at real estate wise.
0: Cool. So last time we talked, um, you, you had a couple of things you were exploring, right? You were touring some commercial properties. You were looking at a wedding venue. You were looking at, yep. um, trying to establish a five oh one five oh four 504 uh, SBA loan. How, how is that progressing? Yep.
1: Um, so I had some, made some contacts in the commercial space. Um, the numbers on the two commercial properties that we looked at, um, weren't strong enough for us to make sense. It was, um, one of them was like a wedding venue slash Airbnb. And it was looking like it was just going to be kind of a turn into more of a cleaning job to make you know, <laughs> any money than, than anything else. So, um,
0: Hey, if you can make those That's clean fees high enough, then maybe it's worth it. Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's out like in the pretty, it's outside the city. So it's not like there's a, you know, wealth of like a talent pool to pull as a cleaner. So the ones that they have, you know, are probably, you know, pretty solid and uh, available to get out that way. So, so we're still poking around looking at, you know, those type of business properties and things like that. Um, the one that we did look at, I mean, he got price cut yesterday, but not really enough to make, make us kind of go and reconsider that one. Um, so
0: I love that. Uh, I had this conversation with another guy, I'm mentoring Paul. He talked about, Hey, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. I was like, right now you need to stick with the one that brought you to the dance, right? You need to do that. And, uh, it sounds like you guys are being laser focused as well. And not getting all emotional uh, about, hey, because this has been a dream of your wife's, right? Is to own a wedding venue. And now that y'all found one, it's it's relatively close. It also could function as an Airbnb, which is something you wanted to get into. You guys ran the numbers and you're like, you had the discipline to say, the numbers aren't working. We can't pursue it. I think that's awesome. I think um, taking that action, uh, deserves a lot more credit than most people give it, right? Because yeah. in this world, we hear about all the deals that you do, all the deals that you, you know, how many doors do you have? What what strategies are you using? And the fact that you guys looked at this, didn't get emotional about it in the end, right? Maybe there was a little bit of a roller coaster <laughs> in the middle. Um, yeah. And you guys said, okay, look, it, it doesn't fit our criteria. Uh, we're not moving forward. I think it's awesome, man. I commend you for doing that. That's that's great. That's really good. Yeah. Like, now, that's showing that like you're just, getting to be a, an experienced investor, right? Uh it's all about the numbers. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. really hate my voice Wait. right now, by the way. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to air this episode because of this. This <laughs> sounds bad. Well, it's still dark out, so I mean it works. Yeah. So. But if you're listening to this, they don't know that, right? And and you just I don't even know <laughs> if I was talking to myself on the other end of the phone, I don't even know if I would know who this is. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, happens. but, um, but no, that that's that's freaking awesome that you guys did that. Um, uh, you know, especially it, cause my wife has had a dream too, of owning a venue space for weddings and things. of yep. that nature. And she really got the bug when we were, um, looking for ourselves, right. When we got married, yep on our anniversary. I'm not going to tip. No, it's, it's, uh, 2013, September something. I shouldn't know that day. Um, she'll, she'll probably come to me and say, it's not even in September. Where did you come up with that day? But it is, it's, September. um, but, uh, you know, and, and it's, a, you know, you get so emotional about those goals that you want to try to accomplish. But at the end of the day, man, y'all looked at the numbers and you said, no, not now. Right. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's now you guys are getting to, to be, uh, experienced, uh, invest, you're, you're going up the ladder a little bit as far as your discipline. You know, that's, yeah. that's freaking awesome. I'm rambling around. So tell me about, you said the numbers don't work. So what were y'all looking to do? How short were the numbers? You know, cause any, we are obviously in a hot market for a lot of different yeah. strategies, right? Um, one of the things that, that we tend to look at are value add opportunities to where yep. maybe the property is the way that it needs to be, you really can't improve it because of the area it's in, but maybe it's not being managed properly or you know you think mm-hmm. you can manage it better. So walk me through the numbers on what you guys were specifically looking at because I don't do Airbnb and we don't have our wedding venue venue yet, right? But what what were y'all looking for? Because I know you, you had a buddy that has a similar business, right? You were leaning on him. Yeah, I God. have
1: a. Um, yeah, we used to work at a wedding venue back up in New Hampshire, um, and he had been in the wedding business. I mean, for a couple of decades, um, yeah. and he runs. But his is purely like a venue, so in the sense that people come in and people leave. It's not a hotel. It's not any of that. So he could run 150 to 200 weddings a year. Whereas this property, it was being pitched as like, when you come, it's a two night minimum type deal. And Mm -hmm. when you're going to have a wedding here, you have to book out the whole place. So you could really only run in theory, one wedding a weekend, potentially. Gotcha. If you're coming on Saturday, you're going to stay Friday, Saturday, and then you're not running another wedding. So you're looking at, 20 to 40, depending on how you do that, and with holidays and things like that, expanding around that. So, the numbers the I mean, with Airbnbs, that the cleaning costs on the back end is pretty, pretty substantial, especially this one, because it was five separate properties. So, it was four mm-hmm. cabins and then like a house. So, to improve it, going back to that, that you touched on, we could have cleared another spot of land and added four more cabins. Um, and potentially grown it that way. Um but that was, you know, again adding more costs with, you know, not necessarily knowing how much these cabins are driving per cabin. Um they hadn't had the best bookkeeping. Um yeah. so it was, <laughs> with most it was, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well it was a, it's kind of important it was a husband and wife that started it and then they got divorced, so that's why they were selling I, it. Uh, I gotcha. So the wife was like kind of like the visionary of it and the husband was the kind of dollars and cents person um so we were getting that information kind of secondhand um so to drive value you'd probably have to ch- you change a lot of things around in weddings not necessarily having a two-night minimum um and things like that but the cleaning fees were like outrageous so like with the cleaners it was looking at like a profit of maybe 20 thousand a year. And then when you take the cleaners out of it, it shoots up to like 65. So you're taking like, you're oh, taking on like a $65,000 cleaning job, but then it's an independent business. So then you got to pay your taxes on that and everything like that. And then you add added debt service, um, which then puts it in the negative. So then you're looking at, we're, you're really going to have to go and sell this place and really grow the event side of it to make it even profitable in the near cool. term. Um, and then depending on you know, with all these economy things going around, if kind of the Airbnb and travel side of that starts to pan down, mm. and then you're really turning it into kind of a pure play event space, which is all well and good, but not with those numbers being so tight. Um, yeah. and it being a larger dollar figure property,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, what is next for y'all in that realm, right? So, you're you are you realize, Hey, here's a dream. Here's an opportunity. This one doesn't fit. How do you, where do you guys go from here with, with regards to owning a, a wedding venue or event space like that?
1: Yeah. So there's, I mean, here, there's a couple ways that you go about that. You could probably go and build what we are trying to buy for less um, from like a mm-hmm. buildings and infrastructure standpoint. Um, what, what, what we were looking at buying there was a turnkey business. Technically, if you want to kind of relate that to real estate, um, with like processes and everything already in place. So you could go and build that for less and in the sense of the cabins and, and things like that. So it would be finding the right space for that. Um, if that's the way you, you were to do it, or it would be just to continue to evaluate, um, expand kind of our geolocation a little bit. Um, yeah. just cause we are looking in one small, you know, town outside the city. So you could expand that a little bit. Um, or just looking in some other yeah. areas across the country and being willing to move again. Um, <laughs> of, they, I mean, you can find them for sale, um, kind of throughout, um, another opportunity or a potential Avenue is, the person who we were mentioning before who runs one currently in New Hampshire, um, he's constantly evaluating them. Um, so kind of mm. partnering a little bit closer with him on that. Um, and then maybe if we're not the, you know, the larger stake owner in that spot we're the ones who go and, and run it, um, right. while he kind of backs it and, and does it that way. So a couple different ways. Um, I mean, the Airbnb properties to run an Airbnb is, um, finding them has been a little, uh, like trying to learn that process of finding those has been interesting. So like, you know, we, you know, want to travel and like to travel and things like that. And, um, our, my parents travel quite a lot up and down generally like the East coast, the Carolinas, down to yeah. the Keys, things like that. Um, so they've been looking at some property, um, in South Carolina for like an Airbnb cause they just stayed in one, um, recently. So We've been looking at, you know, potentially working with them. In um, some, obviously, people say, you know, don't partner with your family, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, some some private money for an Airbnb, and then it would be, you know, a place that you know our families could go and take vacations, and things like that. So, kind of looking at that at that stuff, kind of in those two approaches, while still looking, you know, for the, you know, buy and holds to to create the cash flow and the equity long term.
0: Yeah, you know, so a couple of things you touched on there. Um, I was going to – we're in South Carolina, like Charleston area.
1: Yeah, wherever the the beach
0: Beach. is there in South Carolina. Myrtle Beach, yeah. Okay. Nice areas, by the way. Either one. Uh, I've never been. It's it's nice. Now, it's not like – well the only thing that I don't like about it is I grew up on the Gulf Coast. Where we have mm-hmm. these white sugary sand beaches, it's not the brown, muddy clay stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, in the Gulf Coast, I would say the panhandle, because I have been to Galveston Island, uh, closer to where you're at, and it's the same way, right? It's this muddy, yeah, clay stuff, kind of sand. The water's always dark and right. like sweet tea or, you know, yeah, just has got too much creamery in it, kind of thing. Um, but in the Gulf we're, were, I was spoiled, uh, growing up cause we vacation where we now live. And I mean, turquoise water, white sand beaches. So I'm a little bit more partial to, to hear. So, yeah. uh, apparently everybody else too. So we're in the middle of tourist season right now and it's, uh, I hate these That's three or four months of the year because we're yeah. spoiled, you know, from, uh, from labor day to Memorial day, we kind of have this place to ourselves but then everybody, I mean, the city expands, you know, (laughs) quite rapidly and you're on vacation and you don't give a shit, you know, about what you're doing or who you're going to piss off or whatever. People are are in this vacation mode. Right. So that, that happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, you touched on an interesting subject. Some, well, almost everybody has an opinion, right. Partner and not to partner with family. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know that I'll ever partner with somebody in my family uh, because I don't think they have that mindset. Right. Uh, I talk to them, they know what I'm doing. Somebody's waving at you in the background. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, the, um, they just don't have the mentality. Right. I've talked to my dad about uh, being a hard money lender for me. Uh, also yep. talked to him about just hey because he's he own, he actually owns a couple of rental properties I think he's an accidental yep. landlord from inheritance but um you know and and he's like no I'm not doing it I was like okay and yeah. at first like, I got personally you know I was like offended yeah. like it's your son you know how do you, how could you yeah. loan me some money you want to go into a deal with me but it's just that mentality he doesn't he hasn't had a good experience with renters. And yep. some properties he inherited, but um but he ha he also has. It's just not worth a headache to him, right? Yep. Um and it's my brother who he just doesn't have the mindset, right? And I have very close friends who they don't have the mindset of real estate as a vehicle, yep. right? And I say close mm-hmm. because uh I'm always talking to f- folks about improving their circle, right? Um, yeah these guys have been in my circle for a long time. They're, they're slowly, I mean, you know, like a couple of decades, you know, so they're slowly moving their way out, um, to the outer rim. But, um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where your family, if they have the right mindset, absolutely partner with them. Um, but if they don't, you know, it's, you know, I've, I've, I've given up asking, Hey, you guys want to partner yeah. on this? I, it, well, I'll, let me back up. I probably haven't done enough asking uh, yep. of that uh, and for some weird psychological reason. It also gives me additional inspiration and motivation to help maybe prove yep. them wrong. And I think that's just <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so my brother and I, we're uh, 13 months apart. So we yep. grew up competing almost on everything, right? Who can make it to Absolutely. the refrigerator the fastest? I can push you down, take off running, you know? So, yep. uh, it's, it's just one of those things where it, it, I think every person's situation is different. If your parents are yep. looking, if they go to the, you know, Carolinas and they go to the keys quite often and they're like, look, we're just going to buy a place. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Have you thought about this? You know, you're in a unique position to maybe educate them or, or also learn yep. from them. Right. Uh, so I think it's, you know, you got to have those conversations about.
1: Uh, yeah, how, we. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say we. I mean, by my mom and I, I mean we kind of send properties to each other um, pretty frequently, and have been kind of. I mean, they're the ones who pushed for my wife and I to buy, you know, our first place when we were twenty two, nice. twenty three years old, um, just because they kind of saw the market increasing yeah. and things like that, and they. Um, I mean, they purchased a, a tax, a, uh, an auction property for my younger brother a couple of years I ago, see. and you know, okay. cash and kind of refinance them out of that. So they've like dabbled, um, and they've done a lot of like the things that you know people talk about. Um, and they have a couple of great properties right now that are both you know almost free and clear at this point. They've been you know my extremely disciplined with money they've never had car payments they've never nice you know they're not big yeah. spenders and things the like model that that you so want after right <laughs> yeah man. exactly i mean it's like one of those things so i've been trying to educate them like even just on some of this you know early retirement financial independence stuff because they're so well set up from an equity standpoint um yeah. of you know selling a home and, and like you said you know investing some of that in you know Cash flow producing assets and um whether that's an airbnb and we run it um and that, those sort of things and, and they can go and retire you know before everybody else does but it's just crazy like you said it's the mindset like my parents are i mean they could probably do it like i have trying to have this conversation with my mom like if you if you really sat down and sold your primary residence which you know you don't need anymore now that my brother and i are obviously out of the house right. um and really looked at the numbers, like, you know, they both, you know, work hard, have solid jobs, the whole nine yards. It's like, you guys could probably retire in a couple of years if you just <laughs> set your lifestyle <laughs> okay. for it over the next couple of years. Yeah. And it's like, it's just people don't know. Like you said, it's just nobody's, it's just not something that, especially that generation ever talks yeah. about, you know, it's like, it's almost taboo to talk about, you know, retiring before 65, whereas yeah, like now yeah. our generation, it's all like, you know, doing everything that they can to, you know, retire and do all that stuff. So it's just yeah. like you said, the kind of education and mindset um, is is the biggest hurdle to get over. Um, yeah. I think before you go and start doing that with somebody that close.
0: Yeah. 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 Cause you definitely don't want to make those Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners too, <laughs> uh, too crazy. Right. So, yeah. um, exactly. But I, I think you're in a new, unique position, and where you've kind of held, um, you, you kind of see them dabbling into it, right? And yeah. Uh, so on the flip side of that, you got a young one coming up, right? Which I gotta imagine with your parents um, dabbling in real estate a little bit, uh, that was since that was y'all's main reason to move to Austin, is that? Yep. And you took their grandbaby away from them that they were a little bit more okay with it cause they kind of get what you're trying to do. So that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's cool. Um, but I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. So back Something to the little one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you see your parents doing it, right? You've got this little one now. Um, you know, what are the things, some of the things that you're thinking about or doing to, Help pass on the torch, right from from yourself to your son. And here's the thing that I've been thinking about: is what if one day your kid says, "Dad, this real estate stuff, I don't want anything to do with it." It may be okay for you, but I'm just sitting here thinking, "Damn it, yeah, we're doing this to begin with." <laughs> you know, is the statues, and and what if they just don't get it? What if they're not driven by money? Yeah you know, and I'm like, man, do I, does that mean I failed as a parent? (laughs) What does that mean? You know, there's just so many (laughs) different questions, but have you started thinking about that? So you plant that seed in your
1: your very early. Yeah. We actually, it's funny you say that. My wife and I had a conversation the other day. I get off to like these weird, like psychology things from time to time. Um, So admittedly in high school, um, I was, I was pretty useless. Um, as, as a person. So I was like, um, I was that typical high school kid who thought he was, you know, going to play professional sports and yada, uh-huh. yada, yada, yeah. um, and played fairly high level hockey after high school. Um But I, I barely graduated high school. My parents had many yelling, screaming arguments about, you know, my grades and all that and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was, I mean, I started working in high school just because, you know, I had to, but um I was never really like, I mean, I always wanted, you know, the material things that you talk about with money, but I was never really about kind of success and all that um, until like a couple of years after high school, like the the switch just kind of like flipped. Uh, So I was having this conversation with my wife the other day, like, you know, do you think that that's just in people or do you think you can teach that? Um, And we were like, relating it back to our son, like, you know, is, is he going to be like, you know, like I was and be like, you know. Whatever just about you know sports or whatever, and, then we, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the switch is going to come problem. on, or is like is he going to be one of those people like because we went to high school you know with a couple of, of folks, and they just seem to you know kind of have it from that early age, you know, where yeah. like they you know were successful in all areas at an early age, I should say, like I was like I said I played fairly high level hockey it was you know my hockey career by most would be I guess considered a success, but um like my full life career wasn't really successful you, know, <laughs> you much, get there, though. much later on. Yeah. Um, so it's been like, so we were having that conversation the other day and I think it's, it's it was just like an interesting psychology just in kind of to loop it back to real estate. I don't, I almost think like, you know, when you have them around it so much when they're younger that they think that that's normal. Like my wife and I were talking about this too. Our Our parents never really talked about money. It wasn't really talked about in our household and we both, plan on you know having those conversations you know with our son is obviously he's he's one but as he gets older now
0: um, (laughs) never no times too early to start I don't yeah exactly yeah yeah
1: so I mean we've been bringing him to properties we don't let you know you know having a one-year-old not allow us to go and do these property things so I think it's one of those things where it's just like 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 totally unrelated but like my father you know used to race cars and is a big car guy so like that's just part of who I am as cars just because yeah. of that. Do I, do I like working on them? Hell no. But like, <laughs> do I like going to like, you know, the, the redneck racetrack and, and watching circle track racing with my dad? Yeah. Do I like going to the dragway? Yeah. Do I like, you know, older cars and fast cars? Yeah. A lot of that, you know, I attribute to my dad and him collecting hot wheels and things like that. So I think if it's crazy how much they watch, I mean, you obviously have seen that far more than I have with, you know, three now, but it's like the other day I, I, you know i tapped my wife on the uh on the butt before i went up to bed um before i was going off for a run and my my son comes over and caps her on the leg and walks away so it's like it, it's yeah. one of those things i think if if they see the real estate and that kind of you know business side of it i think um i think they eventually follow that one way or another yeah. um,
0: they're absorbing man it's
1: amazing what oh, you, know, you think they're
0: yeah. not paying attention but oh hell no they're paying attention so. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned yeah. the psychology aspect of things. So, uh, I'm going to throw this book at you. If you haven't heard about it, it's the behavioral investor by Daniel
1: Crosby. I haven't. I got to write it down.
0: Uh, we're, we're, going, it out. we're going through this in the mastermind group. And I think, uh, he is going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, the author is. I think you,
1: were you talking about that on that other podcast you were on the other day? Uh, yeah, I listened to you as a po- you were a guest on uh, <laughs> the investor mindset podcast. And I think you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. book, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that was out already. I've i've done a lot of those here
1: recently, so uh, I have no idea. Yeah, that one, was, I'd say yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just start saying yes, yeah, yes. yeah. I've been <laughs> trying to branch out my podcast selections, and I came across that one the other
0: day, yeah, with uh, Stephen.
1: yeah, yeah, Alberto, yeah, I think I is think that name? His last name right now. Um, I think it's yeah. pimento or something like that,
0: right? Yeah, it's it's also difficult to say. Kind of like yours. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, dang, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Exactly. He, uh,
0: I was impressed. He's he's a very sharp guy. You know, he he was very yeah. polished. Like when he was interviewing me, I was like, "Damn, I really like your interview style." Uh, <laughs> I yeah. just don't know that I could pull it off because it doesn't go with my personality. You know, it was just he was, he was yeah, it's ve-
1: he's. Yeah, his have like a very unique uh, and standardized approach. to them. like yes. you know, what you're going to get out of each one of his shows, from like a, like you said, an interviewing standpoint. Yeah, I think yeah. the hosts make these podcasts. Like I've I've put some on, and I'm like, this guy probably has some great information, or Gal has some great information, but like, I yeah. can't listen to him. Like I can't do it. Yeah, I don't imagine like, a lot I of listen to people I don't want to listen to all day at work. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> do it in the right in.
0: They do, man. They, they you definitely got to find somebody that you. Um, that you that yeah it clicks for you right
1: Um, speaking of um speaking of podcasts and the kids stuff I I know you're not a huge fan of them but Andy Frisilla wrote some children's books have you seen them
0: I have not no
1: they're about like they're not like normal children's books they're about like you know teaching your kids like it's okay to win and to work hard and stuff they're pretty interesting I'm
0: I'm getting them so we're
1: um yeah
0: I try to read – I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'm trying to read my son. Um, I would say every night, but it's not every night because we get into this yeah. zone defense yeah. thing that we got going on, and, and it's like I'm, I'm so exhausted at the end of the day. I'm like, yeah. ah, just, you want to play the <laughs> iPad? Okay, play the iPad. I'm not going to okay, argue yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, but I'll look those up. I, I'll definitely – because yeah. um, we're going through the, uh, the warrior kid by Jocko willing. Oh yeah. Uh, I yep. recommend those for your son when, when, uh, there's yeah. there's, there's two of them in that series, but it talks about bullying and, uh, yep. Setting your mind, getting your mindset. Correct. You know, I'm thinking I can't do it. Well, no, you can yep. let's just come up with a plan to get there, you know? Yep.
1: Um,
0: but I try to, you know, about 10 pages is all I've got as attention span. for.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And, uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this or not, but I posted. So I was reading to him the other night and it's been a while. It's been probably a couple yeah. of weeks since we actually read it. Um, it's it's real funny too, because when we're about halfway through the other one, he identified the characters and goes, oh, okay. So like I am Mark in the story and you're like Jake. And I was like, wow, you're smart, dude, for four. That's pretty good. Um Yeah. And, you know, we've we've referenced it a couple of times as he's had outburst and yeah. just being a kid, right? And you're trying to mold him Yeah, absolutely. not being so much a kid as he grows up, but um <laughs> again, I forgot where I was going.
1: Damn, Nick. <laughs> I forget where we were go I forget where we were going. The uh, I don't I don't know how many pages the Warrior Kid ones are, but the Oh yeah the no. ones are much more like picture big picture book shorter yeah. reads. Okay, they're on the longer side of that, like yeah. For Brooks, he's like, I mean, he'll try to rip the pages out now, but like for for a four-year-old, you could probably get through like like one a night. Yeah, they're not super super long.
0: Um, that's cool because he's told me, my sons told me, hey, I don't, I don't really like these books. You know, he gets real interested in the pictures, but I've got about ten pages. This is where I was going. I've got about ten pages with him every night, and uh, or when we read. And he's like really focused, you know, intently. I was like, okay, he's really grasping what we're talking about here where it's a part of, uh, I thought so too. And when we're talking about the part where, you know, don't be a bully matter of fact, take up for yeah. kids who are being bullied, you know, yeah. um, and how to have the confidence for that. But he's, he's really just intently staring at me and he goes, and he interrupts me. and goes, daddy. Yes, sir. Uh, the bottom of your beard looks like cinnamon toast. <laughs> and Here I am thinking he's like grasping everything that I'm saying, you know. And he, was, <laughs> that is was freaking awesome. I don't know how we're going to go yeah. with that. So, uh, we're done for tonight. I guess we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we we're done reading for tonight. <laughs> yeah, we had a good laugh. But, uh, uh, I'll look at those. And then there's, there's also uh, – I can't
1: remember the name of it. Hang on, I'm going to grab
0: it. So uh Danny Randazzo, he's with uh passinginvesting dot com. He's writing a series too, uh, The Boy that Who Lost awesome. Wallet. Talk about pictures and stuff. My son's actually asked we've read through it once, but he's asked, Hey, can we read that one again? And it's all about financial yeah. educating for it's actually the subtitle right here, Wealth Lessons for Kids. Right. So That's awesome. Um and you add those to your library for for when you get
1: ready to read. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll have to check those out. And yeah. Yeah, I don't I think there's two or three now that uh Andy for souls put out. And yeah. actually when he had jocko on his podcast, they were talking about that in the Warrior Kid one. They were talking yeah. about like impacting that generation. It's pretty interesting.
0: Um it, it's funny. Both so uh the four year old and two year old I said both but the four-year-old and two-year-old in the back of Jocko's book, there's a picture of him, you know, I mean, he's just this big towering guy and he's got his arms crossed and he's got the scowl look on his face, you know, it's Jocko, you know, yeah. but both of my kids at different times, um, have flipped to that page and said, daddy, that's you. I'm like, while I appreciate that, that right there is a man's man. I'm just a man. You know what I'm saying? No, that's, that's, No, it's we, – we have the same haircut, I think, at times. Yep. But that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, – yeah. but I appreciate that. Is that is Jocko. Another, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't think you know what yeah. kind of compliment you
1: just gave me. <laughs> yep. um, yeah. Yeah, that, that is Jocko. That is not me <laughs> or any other simple man. <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's a beast. Um, yeah, that guy's a machine. Well, uh,
0: what – what's going on for you the next couple of weeks? What's, what's you focusing on?
1: So this weekend we're, um, meeting a couple agents, uh, out at the flip property just to kind of see what they have to say. Um, are we're, we're slated to finish next Friday. Um, I use the word slated rather lightly. Yeah. Um, I tell. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're working hard, but, yeah. um, yeah, we'll go with slated. So, okay. um, <laughs> To so their defense, they're working six days a week. So I guess I can't complain, but, um, so we'll probably be wrapped up next Friday, if not maybe Monday, Tuesday of the following week. So August like 5th to the 8th is the plan right now. Um, at least wrapped up enough, um, to probably take some pictures and, and get it kind of pre-posted next week, um, and kind of open it up and, uh, sometime next week. So just kind of interviewing realtors, uh, a little bit more in depth, walking the property with some of them. Um, seeing what they have to say. And then okay. next couple of weeks be um, working on this refinance process um, with Memphis too, just to see what that looks like. Um, I don't know if, if we've ever gone over that, but it's owner financed right now. Okay. Um, so it's owner finance, it's on a five-year like balloon note. So it's, I'm paying just interest right now. Um, okay. So it's, um, with everything going around about you know the economy right. and the industry and things like that, just trying to lock up some long-term financing now. That because, would be a great yeah. time to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right and with the rates, sure. it, yeah. with the rates and everything. So, uh, trying to track that down cheap property. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I got four or five banks that I pulled off Bigger Pockets um, forums that were referenced nice. here and there. Uh, so start having those conversations and and hopefully go through with that. Um, get that re- refinanced uh and just improve the the monthly cash flow and also actually be paying something down um, yeah. on it every month and kind of ride out whatever the potential lull coming is and then look at you know moving out of that and yeah once we get on the other side of that nice, nice. Well, good
0: deal, man. Well, I gotta get going here, but I've enjoyed catching up with you. I'm glad it wasn't a month since last time we talked.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, two. We got two in in one month. That's good for us.
0: Yeah, man. Let's let <laughs>
1: We've had some going. circumstances that have delayed uh, delayed conversations
0: <laughs> on both sides. Right
1: on both sides. Uh, yeah. Good, good thing
0: is that does that means that neither uh, it was productive stuff, right? Neither one of us. Exactly. Were in prison. Yeah yeah, I that's true. yeah. do anything to get there but uh i gotta go get some coffee <laughs> yeah
1: it's coffee my, time
0: my workout has uh my workout adrenaline has uh deplenished i'm done yeah. now now i need to go uh get the exam yeah coffee, so yeah I, you got
1: the friday morning uh friday morning workout decline time to re- refresh
0: yeah i'd like to say that's probably what's going on with my voice too but who who knows we got those three germ factories around here that are uh, i was gonna say yeah that's, that's yeah probably giving me something i don't know about it yet but we'll, we'll see. yep all right man always a pleasure right. to talk to you love hearing what you got going on so hopefully it's not you know just a couple of weeks before we talk again absolutely right. keep it going all right buddy appreciate it Jay.
1: yeah man have a good one we